0: Welcome to Occasionally Awesome, episode, I don't even know, 170-something. Clearly, this has been a weird couple of days, uh, which is why our episode for the first time in the history of this podcast is going up later than scheduled. We've always released on Tuesday without fail. Um, I take the blame for it. Um, This is Nick Youssef's fault uh, Because I just got all consumed in election coverage And just blanked I forgot like the actual day it was I was just like Today might be the first day of the end of the world So (laughs) I uh, just got all consumed And then it just blanked on me Until one of our fine listeners um, Informed me that the episode wasn't up So Here it is now. Um, It's a fun one. It has nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with the election or anything like that. We recorded it right before. Um, We did one of our our music playlist challenges with the always funny, um, always insightful, always interesting David Taylor. That's this David Taylor on Twitter. Uh, Give him a follow Listen to his podcast uh, Until I lose interest That's available on iTunes That's a great one Uh, David's got interesting guests They tell stories Usually like Kind of weird, bizarre, interesting, dark, personal Stories about their lives It's funny, it's serious It's very engaging all around Um, Highly recommend Uh, You guys check that out Uh, If you've listened to these uh, Music playlist ones before You know exactly what this is Um, If you haven't They're really fun to do. We just have a guest on, and they come up with basically a theme or a topic that we have to pick three to five songs for. So episode 168 with Jason Tebow, he had us do um, songs that you would probably get a speeding ticket to if they came on. And then songs you can't listen to or you'll start crying. And then he came up with his list, and then Kevin and I did the same. They're really fun episodes. We play little snippets of the songs, and we talk about them And this is that. This is uh, just another installment of that with David Taylor. So um, enjoy this episode. And uh, Oh, you know what? Uh, Just a quick announcement, actually. This Friday, I'm doing a uh, a show in Los Angeles at Start Los Angeles um, with with, uh, Greg Rivera, Mishka, the guy that owns and, and curates and does all the fine stuff you see over at Mishka. He's doing like a basically a talk show. There'll be like music, there'll be like live art being made, and then I'm gonna do some stand up and he's doing like a talk show format thing. That's Friday at 7. He's a really rad dude. He's a really interesting guy. We've had him on the podcast too, uh, so you can listen to his story and how he started uh, a super successful, awesome streetwear brand um, and made it what it is today. Uh, So I'll be doing that show Friday. I'll be at the comedy store all week. Uh, doing select shows, uh, and then New Year's Eve, San Francisco. If you live in San Francisco, I'll be at Cobb's Comedy Club. New Year's Eve, and I'll be doing the few days before. It'll be like a whole week of shows leading up to New Year's Eve, uh, with Beth Stelling, uh, Greg Fitzsimmons, uh, Emo Phillips, uh, a couple other guys. It's just like kind of a, a group of comics that, um they just like love having work at the club and they all wanted to have do new year's and that was a quick yes for me that was that was an easy decision i love san francisco obviously um i love performing there so to be able to do new year's up there's going to be a real treat um tickets are on sale pre-sales up now i just tweeted about it so click that link use the code setlist and you can get a deal on tickets um but yeah, come to one of those shows. They'll be really fun. Uh, I think they're at like 7 and 10 or 7, 15 and 10, 15. It's all in the link. Um, Cobb's Comedy Club, New Year's Eve. Uh, definitely check that out if you live up in the Bay Area. And with that said, enjoy this episode. LA is the best city. And you want to pick up your microphone? Maybe. Sorry about that. Are we, are we, <laughs> we talking? Yeah, we did. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, LA is
1: the best. Kevin, don't become one of those people that pretends that New York is better. Oh,
2: no, never. No, he's then, from here. No, Then, no, no, then why no, no. is LA not good? What's good? It's better? I No, I'm not saying it's... You're not unhappy with LA. I don't You're think unhappy n- with the world. No, no, no. I'm unhappy <laughs> with LA, but New York is in no way better. Well, then wh- how are you unhappy with LA? Uh, it's gotten far more crowded. Uh, the traffic is way, way worse. Than it used to be. Are men and women different? <laughs> uh, and <it's, laughs> I'm allowed to dislike <laughs> traffic, David. Yeah. That's fine, but that's like, more expensive. Sure, minute, it's that. more expensive. It's it's becoming less livable. Well, do you have an option? Uh, no, that's why I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm stuck here.
1: It sounds like Kevin wants to move to <laughs> Idaho.
0: No, I want to move to Ohio.
1: Oh, Kevin, don't become that guy.
0: Uh, too late. I thought you wanted to move to Malibu. Oh, I can't in no way afford that.
1: Ohio is Malibu for people with less money. Yeah, exactly. people, right. people <laughs> yeah. that all yeah. have Malibu. Jewish parents that own real estate. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah. yeah, it's poor people's Malibu, but it's still yeah. very, very, wealthy.
1: very, very expensive. Uh, Larry not, Hagman had
0: it's... a massive
1: estate in Ohio He called heaven. <laughs> it, it was it's you. The pictures were online. It was incredible. <laughs> right. It uh, was. He, wait, and was it had,
2: Larry Hagman? Was that Hunter?
1: No. Oh, that was Fred huh?
2: Dreyer. Oh, okay. And and Fred Dreyer played professional football. <laughs>
1: yes. He was a defensive tackle for the Los Angeles Rams, Got who it. also was one of the three finalists to be Sam Malone on Cheers. Oh, wow. Who are the other two? Well, obviously. I know the yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ted Danson and William Devane from Knott's Landing. Uh, and apparently during Devane's line. audition, he broke a glass while doing some glassware and he didn't acknowledge it or stop and he just kept going and apparently was cutting his hand, but he just kept going through <laughs> Whoa. and Brandon Tartikoff in his book said it was just really, it really threw you off because yeah. it was just like, you're thinking this guy's cutting the shit out of his hand.
3: <laughs> I
2: used another, I used a casting director's phone once as a prop. And then when it came time to do the second scene, I just threw it across the room. Like it was an in inan- like it wasn't someone's phone. Cause I was done
0: with it. And it was really in the the, you went, the. whole time the cast was just staring at phone, the phone, phone, phone. Don't drop it. Don't drop it. I just well, got I definitely it.
2: saw her like when I threw it, her eyes went like darting across, like follow the phone. Like, why would you like that? Yeah. And I just were I, you not thinking I was not thinking
1: when I was in college. I was I was freshman year. My friend Ben Smith had a couple of juggling balls. Just like really antique, apparently very expensive. And he yeah. goes, he explains to me, they are antique leather juggling balls. Yeah. And I pick it up, I'm like throwing it up in the air. And then I don't even think about it. I have this thought, I'm like, I wonder if Ben's wall is real brick. <laughs> you know, just like, I'm like, I wonder if that's like, it's because brick wall. I'm like, I wonder if that's plaster. So as
0: hard as you can. <laughs> as, can as hard as I can,
1: I throw the juggling ball against the wall <laughs> after a long speech. about it <laughs> like, is. This? And I can throw real,
3: real yeah, no, hard. I yeah, know. For and the it, listeners
2: at
0: home, Dave's got a cannon.
1: And it's maybe two <laughs> feet away. I mean, it's like, it's, I'm
0: right next to the wall. So then the explosion. What?
1: <laughs> did
0: yeah, the lead, did it, did it tear?
1: It tore open. And oh, then, no. And it was like, David. Like, like I go, I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know. I don't know.
2: I don't know that you could call it muscle memory. It's just like exper- experience. You're just like, you're like, I was like. You know yeah. it's it's just like attention
1: deficit I'm like yeah yeah valuable <laughs> is that <a> real brick <laughs> yeah David, you're like yeah things
0: you? things are valuable sometimes yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah he was really upset like
1: uh, like i'm really really sorry i don't know what it's I like
2: it. in your maybe in your head you were like there's no such thing as an antique
0: juggling ball Well, it was <laughs> maybe
1: a little of that too i'm like come on really how yeah. valuable could it be That's and of course also was. sometimes
0: you, there are certain friends you have where you just don't you listen to them but you don't take them that seriously
1: the yeah ben smith was i took ben smith seriously
0: then what was it I just lost
1: attention. I'm like, well, that wall, was that solid? I was really genuinely curious. I really did take Ben And Spencer. how often are
0: there fake brick walls? Where, yeah, what what city part of the was country this? was this in? Pittsburgh, I oh, didn't know. Oh, fake brick walls in
1: Pittsburgh? Look, yeah. all I knew is, I'm like, oh, everything is
3: that's, brick
0: in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's that's true. I, I didn't have that's a brick wall in
1: my, my dorm. <laughs> I that's know, also why. Yeah. That but good, by the way, you know, stand with that. People right, would yeah. believe that everything was brick in Pittsburgh. Because it's so old there, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's now everything is built in the '30s, which is why so many movies are set there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I go to visit my grandma oh, my grandmother's old place, there's there is nothing way more new. brick there than the West Coast for sure. Yeah, the, and there's South. nothing new, and everything looks like uh, the Deer Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh there was a reason I brought up the oh so what were you saying I can't remember what it was I'm throwing off yeah oh we're talking about why Los Angeles is a superior city
0: I yeah, I I like everyone I think everyone hates where they're from for a while oh yeah until they move or well, get used to it well you're from La, La I'm from La Crescenta so it's Kevin yeah so um, the
1: rich part though you're from the rich part no we're La from Quenata. the middle
0: part we're from the middle part La is the middle part but, but La Quignada where you're from <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing okay uh, why not make it I'm from Tahunga, the poor part yeah and then that could be that would be more of an incident. oh yeah yeah I guess didn't know I don't know really genuinely I confused the Luckranth. Well, Simon, La, people La have heard of La Canyada more for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. I think anyway, Warren. No, not Warren. Uh, uh, not Warren Beatty. It's also just nicer, so people are just Warren like, yeah, Beatty. Yeah. I think lives in Larchmont or Hancock Park.
2: No, it's not. I'm I, Kevin Costner. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah I think uh, you just either hate it and then move or you grow up and get used to it and then I grew up and got used to it and, now I, lo- and I, now I like it Florida,
1: I love it and now I've really grown to enjoy it but I gotta say I'm like Los Angeles is pretty great mm-hmm. and I, maybe if you lived somewhere else you'd appreciate how good it is here
2: I don't know I mean I've lived other places for short periods of time like months I lived in Sacramento for three months lived in Chicago for like three months were those for, to work yeah, well, uh, Sacramento was not acting work. Was a, I worked on an assembly line. And then uh, Chicago Lord, was an acting work job. Yeah.
1: It like that would be Was it during the summer?
2: Chicago? No, winter.
1: Oh, okay. oh that's uh, bad.
2: But everybody I know from Chicago. But I loved
1: Chicago. Loves it. It's like it's a cult. They, they want to go back. Chicago's Every single great. person wants to go Chicago's
2: back. I think Chicago's great. I couldn't ever stand the weather, but as a city, I think it's really
1: great. It's, uh, it's been called the best summer city in the world by several. It minutes. is, cra- yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. a nice place. But I'm really happy that the Cubs are down three games to two. What do you, who do you think will win Tuesday? The Cubs are probably going to win both games. I fucking hate them, but they're. Do probably you think both? the Cubs are going to win? They're going to come games? back. You think? Yeah, I think they're going to come back. Really? Well, wow. well, they have the Kyle Schwarber can play DH, which he couldn't do in the Chicago. Uh, okay. Yo, Kluber fu- is going on short rest for a second time in Game Seven. I just think, that, and also I think the Cubs have the arms. I hate them, but they're probably going to win. Why do you hate them? Because everyone...
0: Well, because I'm a Pirates
1: fan and the Cubs are like a dirty team.
3: Really? uh, You know
0: what's funny? It's like this World Series is two teams that haven't won over. One is like 60 years, one is 108. But like no one has any... The problem with that love hundred, for the Indians. Yeah. The problem with that
1: hate that 108-year argument. It's like either is, way,
0: it's going to be a team that's like finally yeah.
1: Chicago, though has the White Sox, which they won in 2005. The Cleveland really hasn't had a champion. They don't have like some other team. In well, they had part a sports
0: team that won, but not a baseball. Yeah, but team. Chicago
1: had the Bulls. I yeah, mean, that's true.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, also th- that's Chicago the other is side a side big market team. Chicago also a great city. It's where Cleveland is just dreary and sad. You yeah, know? and you're like, like Cleveland
2: should. The Cubs Cubs games for years have been sold out even when they're terrible because yeah. Wrigley's just such a thing. Whereas the yeah, Indians yeah. are a depressed team and market. And, and as far as cities go, who Cleveland should, needs it more.
1: Yeah, yeah, but also baseball is uh, Cleveland's market is small, so they have less of a. Hmm. Of a salary, I mean yeah, that's yeah. that's what's yeah. so odd about the team. But here's what I, don't, I define distasteful about Chicago: is this continuing pretending that Harry Carey was anything other than a really annoying, obnoxious drunk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's right.
1: like they treat him like uh, Vince Vaughn's. Like let's sing it so Harry can hear it. It's like if Harry were alive today, he wouldn't hear it because he'd be drunk and passed out.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, Vince Gully. When he was, when Harry, no, when Harry was working as an announcer in St. Louis, mm-hmm. he fucked the
0: owner's wife. Wow. <laughs> sounds like he, f- he's perfect in Chicago then. Yeah, Or really when he was. was there. Yeah, he was, but he would like, if you, yeah, just a if drunk you were listening to,
1: to Cubs games on WGN, it's like, this guy is an annoying drunk. Right. Oh, yeah. It sounded like somebody having a stroke for
0: nine straight innings. <laughs> Did people know who he was like on a national level before oh. Will Ferrell? And then oh, oh, yeah, no, yeah, he was famous. huge. Well, for because
1: two reasons. When, when is, I was like,
0: you know, 14, 15, I heard, cause I didn't, I wasn't yeah. like a baseball guy. I I was like Who's this guy Will Ferrell's doing That's really hilarious And I found out About him that way The reason
1: that Harry Carey was so famous Is WGN was the superstation There were two superstations uh, In the 80s For baseball TBS and WGN TBS was why Most people in the southeast Were Braves fans Yeah Right And WGN We had TBS We didn't have WGN No We
2: don't have WGN
1: WGN was in Florida It was a superstation So Harry Carey Was nationally known Yeah Oh I didn't know that Okay Yeah that was the difference. I'm trying to think of other W.O.R. was a mini superstation for the Mets, but nobody really.
2: Yeah.
0: Growing up, you'd watch. Bra- I, I watched so many Braves games because they, yeah, they were just. Yeah, They were just on.
1: Yeah. And also, there was no. Other I never the even Southeast. questioned
0: why games. I'm like, just whatever baseball games are on. like yeah, yeah, the genius
1: of Ted Turner. He took yeah. a channel seven channel 17, which is a local station and, uh, you know, put it on everybody's cable box and right. put Braves games on it and uh, significantly raise the value. Of that franchise. you think
0: more people would be Braves fans. I think the Braves have a lot of fans. They have a lot of fans, especially in the southeast. Because they had good teams too. No, I mean here, like places oh, here? where you oh. just were force fed well, these games. The problem is that but I guess LA, like I there's mean, a team are, here, there is, and then you have the
1: Angels too. some people are Angels, yeah, fans. we're in, in the southeast until uh, Tampa and my and you know Miami. There were no. I love some
2: of those teams. Chipper Jones, I like those guys.
1: I was a fan like before Chipper Jones, like okay. early '80s, like Dale Murphy.
0: Yeah, I, wish I watch watch Like I could go to baseball games. Those are fun to go to. But you watching sound like it, a woman. What do you mean? Every woman? No, I that's know. not true. No. Women are like no. I, I like the scene because the colors. Like, yeah, every woman, every every woman doesn't
1: want to watch the game on TV, but they're happy to go to the game. It's that, like an not event.
0: True. There's so many girls that are like, get me away from the game on TV or at the actual stadium i don't want to go like i'll go to a game. i grew up listening to games so i can have just a game
2: on my grandparents always had the dodger games on on the radio yeah i listened to pirates there. games growing up uh in uh yeah
0: in Pittsburgh. baseball
2: to me is like i think i hear it's i listen to, to listen to, to. and really then when you hear a like, like a sport.
0: loud crack you turn and look at the tv i tried listening to a football game and that's like yeah. way impossible well, part of the
1: reason baseball lost market share i think was the emergence of television sports really well, think about it it's baseball, also a
0: very boring sport to watch on TV, <laughs> but to listen
1: to on the radio, it's much better than basketball or football. Yeah. Yeah. It's, football really emerged. it's slower. Yeah. It's like got a slow, it's like a narrative. Whereas football emerged when there was a higher quality, uh, replay, better cameras. Right. Because I mean, you think about it without the extremely good quality cameras, the, uh, clearly felonious violence of football isn't quite
2: right. It's interesting. Now when I see old football footage, it looks like, For the first time, like so blurry, it's hard to watch. Whereas growing up, you watched it easily, and it would that was kind of normal. But now you're so used to high definition stuff when you look at blurry, you're like, I can't,
0: I can't, I, I'm having yeah. trouble. I
1: Feel like the more high definition stuff gets, hockey should continue to gain market share because that's a sport that requires absolutely requires you, you have go to, to a focus. Hockey
2: game. Oh, hockey games are oh, incredible. In hockey person. games are incredible live. That's there's yeah. such a
1: dis- difference between it's seeing on TV. We had when I was growing up, there was a local radio station WBZS. Nobody listened to. Uh, I used to win stuff on there all the time because oh, I would, right. I had a baseball encyclopedia for the internet. They'd have trivia questions and I would win. <laughs> so I won like, like
2: twi- <laughs> was- the baseball almanac. Is that what it was called? Uh, it was yeah. It was the yes. It was,
1: yeah. the, it was baseball encyclopedia. I'm trying to remember. There was a different baseball almanac. But the baseball encyclopedia had the stats of every player who ever played. So it was it was like I'd say eight or nine inches thick yeah. uh, and the, anytime there's a trivia question who were the well, one was like who were the top five uh, batting average leaders well flip flip, flip 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 called in you would find them that
0: fast in the they had a list of the fucking Ted. high oh by
1: oh, yeah, yeah it's okay. like Ty Cobb wow. and Tris Speaker Ted the, Williams maybe I don't think so but I don't Tony know if he's Gwynn gonna, be on there now no he's not it's like top hmm. five is like like people who played years yeah. ago yeah but 367 was ty cobb the speaker was like 347
2: i forgot 367 <laughs> yeah
1: he was also uh. playing in an age when there the talent was not yeah, as uh, low. uh Stephen jay gould does a book about why there will never be another 400 hitter because there's too much talent oh yeah anyway i would win these prizes call in with my high pitched, not hitting puberty voice yet and then win all kinds of stuff and wow. one of the things I won were <laughs> hockey tickets to a exhibition game in the Orlando Arena and that I was like, this sport is incredible yeah. in person.
2: The first time I went to a hockey game, I was like, This is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah I
1: want to go to a Kings game. Yeah, it's it's really but I mean I'm trying to remember how good the tickets were. They weren't like right up against the glass, mm-hmm. but even like second deck that was like, This is pretty it's, amazing. It's,
2: it's so fun to watch hockey and yeah. in, in
1: basketball is amazing in person, but it's also yeah. a fun TV sport because the in ball person. is huge.
0: Yeah, I want to go
1: to a, an NFL game now that we have a team. I've been to an NFL game. We went to one in San Diego, and mm-hmm. it was like it was really good. Mm. But the problem with the NFL is that you need to sit near one of the end zones right. to really experience it. So half the time the game is way far away from you, and half mm-hmm. the time the game's close. And sitting the fifty isn't great. I've really? never. I've only it's been not, to a college. It feels
2: huge. Yeah, the field is really huge. Right, you yeah, don't yeah. Realize how big a hundred yards is. Yeah, and you're a hundred yards away.
1: Yeah, so, so either most you're far away or you're right. 50 yards away best. Yeah. Baseball, you could sit really close to home plate. You're getting most of the action. Yeah. But football goes back and forth, back and forth. It's the ultimate
0: TV show. Game I kind of really
2: like baseball when I'm a little bit high up, like on one of the base sides, so I can see the whole field. You can see kind of like the trajectory of the ball. Yeah. I see I like what you're that. saying. I like it really close. Both. Like, really. But like, I like when I can actually tell, because when I'm behind home plate, a lot of the hits. You're like, that's a home run. It's not just a routine fly ball. Oh, no, I,
1: I used to be like, like I when you grow up and you play baseball,
2: you can learn how to gauge. I just can gauge. I like being able to see the whole like, yeah. arc. I like that. And well, see how fast the players in the outfield get to the ball. When you grow up
1: also, because we, we used, I played baseball growing up, and you realize they used to shoot ball up in the air with a pitching machine, but mm-hmm. but the ball would slide on you. They'd shoot sliders up. So what you don't realize is the ball is diving and tailing away from people wow. or running over their head. Yeah. It's really hard to catch a fl- I mean, really. Yeah, and you, when you also, look with the
2: ease, they do it. You're like, this is crazy. Also,
1: a lot of times you're running backwards, so they, you train yourself oh, to yeah. figure for the warning. What? <sighs>
0: I was like oh, for yeah, the warning
1: track, feel for the wall, and then so you don't run into it. My uncle like crushed his nose running into a foul pole.
2: I ran. Re- I, I, I never played the outfield. One time, I were playing softball with my friends, and I was running down what turned out to be a home run. Yeah, but didn't realize it, and I had I had the I hit the fence before I knew there was a fence yeah. there, and luckily the fence was kind of old and sucked me up and then threw me onto the ground. But it yeah. split my face open and broke my glasses. There's a, a
1: famous story about a. Uh, a player that ran and knocked himself out running into an outfield wall that's awesome <laughs> you know and because uh, it was like the bullpen's right behind the wall and he ran the ball went way out way out and he yeah. ran the ball, knocked himself out he said uh, <laughs> what's the last thing you remember hearing and he said the guys in the bullpen saying plenty of room plenty of room <laughs>
2: The That's only thing I remember great. hearing is after I was on the ground kind of out of it and I heard, did he do that on purpose? And my friend Jeremy goes, he hit that fence way too hard to yeah. have done it on purpose. Yeah, That's it's
1: awesome. uh, and if you play baseball, you experience running the fence, you hit in the face with the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But I played for years and years. I was no fucking good. But you don't realize how difficult it is to catch a simple fly ball.
2: Fly I was never very. I, I played third base, but I, I was terrible at fly balls. Yeah. And third base also when you get. The problem is also the
1: baseball is a different sport. The older you get is they, they throw it very, very hard. Yeah.
3: So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just very hard. I You're wish like, I could like do a, a thing where
2: I could stand in and just kind of see what a real pitch looks like. Because yeah. I never played old enough to even have the rate right, like the full length. Become umpire. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> you'd be wanna right just, there. <laughs> I want to just visually look at how fast a like ninety mile an hour fastball. Going so goes. fast. Have Brody
0: throwing at you? Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. But he, is he? He's in like the high 80, 80s eighty eighties. Not now? anymore. Not, he's eh. got it. He's like you know.
1: He was. He hit ninety one on the gun in the eighties. No way. No you don't way. Think so he hit ninety one on the gun in college. He's a forty something year old man. There's no way he's still throwing in the eighties. I'm gonna ask him.
2: I mean, I know what Kirk Fox's serve looks like in the high hundreds or the like. Probably 115s, one twenties. It's it's ridiculous. It's incredibly fast. Yeah. Yeah. I can barely so so touch it a lot of the time. Really? And if I do get a racket on, it, I just block it. There's people no don't
1: realize how they've done study after study. People don't understand how good professional athletes are.
2: They're different. Because
1: yeah, when you yeah. watch them on TV. The angles, for instance, are different. Yeah. It's the foreshortening. Like they put mm-hmm. the camera up with uh tennis, so you don't realize how fast the ball's coming in. With the NFL, they put the camera up so you don't realize. We think about the NFL, right? When you watch it from the quarterback's point of view, you get a nice view of the field because you're the camera's like 20 feet up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the quarterback is seeing this at eye level. <laughs> yeah. So it's incredible that any yeah. passes are ever completed considering linemen are like six and a half feet tall yeah. and there are seven, yeah. you know, there's five of them you're right there. They're watching seven credit. things at once. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Throwing they over they ever, the bookcases in a library. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. that they ever do it. But you don't think about it because the cameras are way up in the air. So you're like, that guy was wide open.
2: I went to see a tennis match at Staples Center that Serena was playing in against someone. She, she handed this poor lady her ass. But like, I was close enough To where I was like Oh I could never play with you A day in my life Like she hit the ball So goddamn hard So consistently hard And the crazy thing is Probably the number 100 man Would hand her ass That's what Macron said He was like 100 The guy They were like yeah. Well Serena could probably beat Some of the men And Macron no. was like
1: No no, nope. no 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 You don't really And so the thing about that You don't realize how good Serena is And you realize how good the men are Yeah
2: True men's, 80th, like professional guys. men's tennis players. It's not, it's not. Have I'm you not, read David Foster
1: Wallace's essay about tennis? No. It's really interesting because he was a boys tennis player. He called it, it said, what do you call it? Billiards on the run. <laughs> That's funny. It's a really interesting essay. Yeah. It's, um,
0: I learned that about even golf watching that live. Oh yeah. I was
1: like, these guys are strong.
0: You know, that was, yeah. the P, that was
1: the PGA tour slogan for a while. These guys are good yeah oh really yeah because when you see tiger, it up close
2: when tiger used to dig it out of like heavy rough well, you're like oh you're strong as fuck
1: consider this his wife got an incredible amount of money in the divorce settlement clearly because she knew something mm-hmm. which was tiger was using steroids oh. they weren't testing and look at him yeah he was too muscular for his frame oh yeah he was juicing
2: that's what i've always thought is like the the why, why players and athletes get like back injuries? it's become too muscular for their frame.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's get thrown out
2: like the muscles are then like. Well, two. in the case of
1: golf, also it's two things. One is yes, clearly using steroids too muscular for the frame. Also, the <laughs> violent <laughs> torque of a golf swing. Yeah, repeatedly. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah an awkward motion.
1: They said Tiger Woods in college, which isn't even a steroid thing, just had an incredible skill like they said, I think it was like he swung his club, goofed around one hand and hit it like 300 yards or yeah. something what? crazy. <laughs> yeah, you don't realize. Okay, ignoring steroids, ignoring any of that stuff. Yeah. Steroids took him from like great to the greatest athlete on earth. Right. But just And there's the thought, well, his dad trained him plenty of people's parents train them.
2: <laughs> yeah. you know my dad took me saying, out on yeah. the tennis court didn't turn
1: into yeah much. i mean there's yeah. that that's tiger woods is a one in how many
2: millions freak. Uh, yeah i think that's the one of the real shames of barry bonds is the steroid thing clouds the fact that he's one of the a greatest hitter before. yeah knows one of the greatest hitting minds of all time just could like n- could hit the ball so fucking well yes but the steroids did not hurt they did not hurt yeah I mean, how many feet you think the steroids stair- add to a home run? Well, enough that he hit about like 7,500. Because yeah. yeah. a lot of fly balls. That's what I remember about the 90s. You'd watch yeah. TV and you'd see McGuire hit a ball. You're like, that's just a high
1: fly ball. Why is it out of the park? Yeah, they said all... Yeah, even Manny Ramirez. That's another freak thing. Somebody said that they were... I think it was Doug Glanville. There's a guy who writes for ESPN, who was a like a major league baseball player, a good writer. I can't remember. I think it's Doug Glanville. He said that he was at a some sort of like all-star game, a high school game, and and there fly you know, Manny hit a fly ball at him. He could tell that I can't remember there's a lot of like backspin on it. So mm-hmm. he it was topspin. It was some weird spin where he goes, Oh, this is gonna die. And he said it kept going and mm-hmm. going and yeah. going. He's like, I can't believe somebody's that strong.
2: Wow. But that, I, it's it's like that, like I, I watch tons of tennis videos yeah. now, and like I can't, there's something where like Nadal puts four times as much spin on the ball as even like Roger Federer.
1: Yeah. By the way, while David Foster Wallace also writes a really good essay about, I think Federer, there's two really excellent tennis essays.
2: Federer... I mean, Djokovic may become the greatest player of all time. Just he because he may surpass his surpasses Grand Slam record. But Federer, you watch him, and you're like, you were so born to do this.
1: Tennis lost me after Pete Sampras. I'm like, I, Sampras I, is uh, a, tennis and wrestling or sports. I, I feel stopped bad watching. for
2: Sampras. He's the greatest American player, and he just no one talks about him. because He was so boring. He was really boring. But my God, that guy was. It's good. bad
1: when the most exciting part of you is your eyebrows
0: <laughs> or your ma- <laughs> like you married. Look, he married an actress. Like that was like the the coolest thing he yeah. did. <laughs> I mean, what? How? What exciting tennis players are there?
2: Uh
1: they're they're all John
0: boring.
2: McEnroe, Agassi, Nadal. No, those are all boring. No, God. you don't understand how exciting
1: McEnroe was. Anybody yeah. who would get- Connors. McEnroe was beyond... Every, Wasn't he the one with the
0: temper? Yeah, McEnroe was the okay, one who yeah, screamed at a
1: French him. Open official right, calling yeah, yeah. him a French frog fag. Right, <laughs> he yeah, would do yeah. this during <laughs> matches. I want you to think yeah. about this. Think, yeah. During so, yeah, cool. high-level matches, he would explode. Uh, McEnroe, Ilie Nastasi was also a legendary asshole. Connors would have been the biggest asshole in any era, but he was a distant second or third during <laughs> the McEnroe. age of McEnroe. McEnroe. Yeah. I was
2: talking to Costa about McEnroe the other, at the store, and he was yeah. like, You couldn't do that now because it would expend too much energy. Yeah. Just physical energy to yell and scream for three minutes that you'd get your ass kicked.
1: But he also was fucking with people's minds. McEnroe was really smart. Yeah. Uh, also but here's the deal he played in the age of wooden rackets
2: yeah
1: <laughs> I mean that's a different
2: game well when men's Bjorn tennis Borg, was dying yeah because it, they're so boring to watch because they hit so hard it was serve and volley serve and volley they thought about come, Macron yeah. was like give them wooden
0: rackets yeah that's it's kind of like thing they'll in baseball the they
1: don't give them metal bats yeah you know, Bjorn Borg won like four straight Wimbledon's quit and then tried to come back with wooden rackets and got whaled on
0: yeah uh,
2: I would love to see him specifically with If if you could take someone and put him, like, take... He, I think, would have been a great modern player because he had the height... Yeah. And he like, you know, it's a not different tall.
1: game. Like they said with baseball, they gave, uh, some, it was, a, they gave a utility infielder. They like the pirates were taking batting practice in the seventies, with wooden bats or mm-hmm. with metal bats. And some utility infielder was hitting them deep into the upper deck. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's just, you can't realize yeah. how different that technology is. I tried is. to
2: hit with a wooden bat at a batting cage. And I was like, this is awful. Yeah. Cause if you don't hit it perfectly on the sweet spot, the ball's dead. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah, it's like that sweet spot is not big baseball with an aluminum bat. That's a lot of sweet spot, but yeah. and same with tennis rackets. Like it's all sweet spot golf clubs. Same deal. The yeah. old clubs, the old woods were wood. It was tough, but <laughs> yeah. like with it, now it's all sweet spot.
2: Yeah. The difference in technology and sports makes it almost impossible to judge generations against each other. Yeah. Well, also sports medicine, medical, technologies, medical technology, medical technology. Yes. Yeah. Steroids. yeah. So this podcast is about music. It's about not <laughs>
3: sports at all. Everything I do ends up being about sports, even though I was terrible at them. That's
0: funny. Yeah, yeah. How how that was a good twenty minutes. <laughs> um, but that's all right all <laughs> well, because I said I
2: didn't love LA as much. It's
1: a
3: oh, great yeah. great city.
0: Here's the thing about Los That's what Angeles
3: it started with. Yeah, That's right. It's that
1: you get these people that will tell you New York is superior and I call them pseudo intellectuals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they have some fantasy where they're going to be going to dinner parties wearing ascots and talking about literature and yeah. it's like you don't read.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I whenever I think of kind of a someone who falsely loves New York, I, there's a a, a senior member from Sex and the City and and it's Sarah Jessica Parker Mr. Big is like I'm, I'm I'm. not gonna he's leaving New York and she's like how could you leave New York it's New York it's the Chrysler building and I'm like what does that mean asshole do you own the Chrysler building is your name Chrysler what does that have to do with their life I think life? it's because yeah, people
1: what? was it Jarrett said it's like when you rent New York you're renting all of New York if you have a small yeah. small apartment you pay too much for it you think yeah. you own <laughs> Well, I've like always said liberty. that it's
2: so expensive to live there, you have to make it the greatest city in the world mentally, otherwise you're an idiot. In the same way that
1: military families have to support Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they've bought into their own. Yeah. People
0: are uh are for the first not for the first time, but like the amount, I guess, are moving from New York to here more oh, than Oh, in droves, way. yeah. Because it's so expensive there now. I think also was those what do they call them uh, superstorms? The, like the winters are way worse now. Well yeah. it's also like the uh the, the the cost it's just yeah. so expensive also like everywhere in too. the city but it's a lot, a lot of artists are moving out here yeah but now that's even dried up like really? the cheap studio space that used to be la it's like it's still cheaper than there though it's, oh, for, it's not even well, but so that's that happened, also though, partly why the, the cost here is being driven up because yeah. all these artists are moving here and, and big up. new york galleries are buying huge warehouse spaces
2: downtown yeah yeah, yeah. in la yeah yeah, yeah. Mitchell Inez and Nash, like big galleries, big like blue chip galleries are buying just these huge warehouse spaces that are borderline appointment only for like, huge collectors to come look at like really, really expensive shit. Uh, and they're based in New York. Yeah. They're all big galleries from New York. That's surprising.
0: Yeah. yeah this city. The true. art
2: market's everywhere now. And like yeah. big, huge collectors, they don't even have to see the stuff in person to buy it because it's, it's so exclusive and they'll travel to see stuff, you know? Did not know. Yeah. I know New York was like dominating the art market. Until it still like the 70s. is. It always will okay. be. Because there's just the density of galleries in New York will never be surpassed. You have, you have buildings where there's just floors and floors and floors of galleries. But the actual production of art seems
1: like living in an expensive place would It's still it going to be in New
2: York, but it's like there's, there's way more of a respectable art scene here now. Just because a lot of artists who they can live anywhere now because they're successful enough. So they've come, they came here because of the big studio space. Has the internet living. changed the art
1: game the way that it's
2: changed yeah, comedy? for sure. Not, it, I don't think as much, but it definitely has, yeah.
1: Because it allows you, you to show more. You can famous on
2: the internet but yeah. without, you don't need, you Has can get Instagram changed it or is it For just, sure, for sure.
1: I know Nick was telling me how it's changed the tattoo game. So oh, it makes that sense Oh, that's uh, yeah.
2: Artists in general can now get make a living just because they have huge Instagram followings and sell products
0: and they don't need. And you know where you can galleries. go, um, yeah. you know what, what cities you can go do residencies in, you know, if yeah. there's like big tattoo cities and you have a big, a big following, you can be would like be a big tattoo
1: I, city anywhere. There's meth. Would that be like, I'm serious. No, like, ta- what ta- would tattoos be
0: a, don't have that, that link anymore. Anywhere there's okay. a music scene. Oh, really? Then yeah. Any, okay. yeah. Usually a good so tattoo anywhere, scene. Anywhere there's, where there's just like, a, like you know, any city that kind of is considered cool on any level, you're going to have neighborhoods where people are like, they are into tattoos and they get tattoos. Yeah. But I, I mean, a lot of the people I follow on Instagram, they'll be like,
2: print goes on sale tomorrow, 8 a.m. Like they, they time it because and then it's gone that day. Whatever you know, it, it seems
1: like it would be a good investment strategy is in the same way that the people who made real money on the gold rush were the ones who sold the picks and the shovels. Uh (laughs) I think if you could figure out a really good way to remove tattoos easy, at some point in the future, you're going to make a tremendous amount
2: of money. And that's sewing up the gauge holes and ears. (laughs) Wouldn't that just be... Plastic surgery. But it's such a simple procedure. I bet you you could get a license to do it yourself. you know, in the same way, you don't have to... You know, right there, f-
1: by the way, that's a bad sign. You do it yourself. It's like, yeah, put some <laughs> fix and flatten girls' asses, sew up some <laughs> yeah, holes. DIY. I'm a plastic surgeon. Yeah, the,
0: yeah. the effect, quick and effective tattoo removal, because now the 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 method now is more Barbaric, painful than yeah. getting it. It's very, very and painful. And there's multiple sessions you have forever. to I've heard there's it. a
1: new type of ink that's easier to remove. Well, the lasers
2: I don't, don't attack they, they can't blow up like it's the light colors that are the hardest to get rid yeah. of black is very easy but like orange pink somebody red, figures out how to do that blue They're is going hard to make
1: a tremendous amount of money yeah blue and some other color are red that the i hardest? heard was the hardest also hardest. any areas that don't have subcutaneous fat are really hard to remove oh really yeah, yeah. huh
0: yeah because there's people now you see like 18 19 year olds with like full sleeves yeah and, you're just like, dude, are you going to like that in four years? Yeah, yeah that Monster Energy drink logo is not going to age well.
2: But one argument yeah. I'll
1: say is that when people go, well, that look like when you're old, the answer is it ugly like everything.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah you, what, when like, you're old, who gives yeah. a shit? Yeah, if you're looking, if you want to look at my body in my 80s, that's odd. But yeah, it seems to me there will that?
1: be, if if any, if any there's a lot of people doing something, then the percentage of people that will regret it will obviously be fixed, yeah. and therefore yeah. there'll be a lot more And people.
2: they're doing it to such a completed form now, to where yeah. they're like, you get covered by 25. You know, the unintended effect
1: is people will get tattoo removal, remove it, and then put more tattoos put, yeah, on. Get yeah, get a different I room. think
2: that's why a lot of, like, tattoo enthusiasts will do that. They'll be like, that represents this in my life or a person. They're like, I want to get it removed so I can do a better cover-up.
1: Right. Well, yeah, like I divorced.
2: <laughs> yeah. but Johnny uh, Depp's Wino Forever Wino Tattoo. Forever, yeah. Ugh.
0: <laughs> All right. Speaking of ugh, let's do So we do have the, time uh, for, like, two
2: songs apiece now. Right okay These so had were... the soundtrack of my tv show of your life i had trouble with that one really so that was kind of hard because i felt like it was like i felt myself either thinking of ones that were like really schmaltzy or like
3: goth
1: let me tell you guys how i approached it
2: okay yeah. i ignored the actual lyrical
1: content which is what tv show theme songs actually do right and just went with the songs that i liked <laughs> <laughs> right uh and also... Um, so you want to do that
0: one first? Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: First of all, the theme song from the A-Team, because I love that Great theme song, theme and song. I love the show. So, <laughs> I love yeah. that show. Wait, so these been, are
0: TV theme no, songs no, 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 for your no, life? No, or just no, no? any song. Any song, oh, oh, sorry. That's da, 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 the first... Da. Also but with but the part At the
1: beginning with the near, I, Here's the thing My computer automatically da da Downloads da. television right? right And recently They put up the A-Team In HD They put up Night Rider And the A-Team In HD Apparently they ripped them They cleaned up ripped them <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I, I got all of The A-Team season one I binge watched it Over Thursday and Friday Last week It really stands up It's Night really it. Knight Rider A- does not
2: AK-47s never hit anyone Directly Ever ever the But they did They always danced To <laughs> their
1: feet below Or they went way above They were in that First season, I think there were two gunshot wounds. two and the uh, whole. I love yeah.
2: that show so much.
1: Yeah, you don't realize. And Now, Knight Rider, the problem with Knight Rider is it's made Nothing. Not, it's a
0: perfect show. Well, you see, leave Knight Rider Here's alone. the problem with it. It's so
1: made to not be in HD. Every week, there's one scene where somebody sees the car driving by himself, whether it's it's somebody like a nurse. And you see the shadow. Or, yeah, well, it's beyond that. With the HD, you can see the stuntman driving it. <laughs> you can see the... yeah, sh- it, just like, you know how cocky gets better in HD? That's Knight funny. Rider gets a lot worse. I'm like, pausing, I'm like, this Dude is just a dude driving a car on his side. Yeah,
2: they're remaking Night Rider again, again. They're gonna yeah. always remake it, dude, especially remaking the, the car.
1: Let me tell you the secret sauce of Night Rider, though. Why was Night Rider such a damn good show? Hasselhoff, no. First talking car, it was William Daniels as the car.
2: Oh yeah, he was. Great. You
1: don't realize Hasselhoff is great, but the real star of that show is William Daniels. Kit. His voiceover work was exquisite. Exquisite. Yeah. He because you know why. He didn't do the car as a robot or a machine. Yeah. He did the car as an asshole.
2: A humanoid. A humanoid dickhead.
1: Yes. It was. It was like like a robot, like a dick. Yes. Yeah. It was his work. Was he carried the show silently?
2: I tell you, I came very close to being the voice of the car in the uh, sec the remake. Well, it'd been tough to follow up. It'd be like following yeah. Larry Hagman on Dallas because I did the temp voice. Really? Yeah, they couldn't find someone to do temp voice, so they'd pay me like a normal day rate to come and do the temp voice. Wow! And they were. How did you do it? I don't remember. I think I just did it dry. Like, by the way, that's another great theme song. Yeah. And then uh, 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 they were they couldn't get Will Arnett because he had a deal with Ford or GMC. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. And, and they were Val Kilmer was going to be expensive, and they're like, Oh, Val Kilmer will be incredible. Kevin's doing an okay job, and he would save us. Can I a tell fortune. you who the
1: best voice of Kit would be? Who you could cast anyone in the world? Okay, Kevin Spacey.
2: Oh yeah. yeah, Kevin Spacey is like super
1: William. He Daniels. nails that. Yeah, he, he that is him that totally. He can do
2: it on his phone. Because part of
1: what made Kit so great was Michael Knight. You were stupid for not being a car. <laughs> it was because and wh- reason it worked too is that you can tell David Hasselhoff is not
2: a bright guy. Great theme song. Yeah. Great theme song. Also, does
1: it have the voiceover by William
2: Basehart where it's like Michael Knight? <laughs> Also, shout out to the editor cutting the kit voice. Here we go. Because
3: of timing. The world, who,
2: who does not does exist. exist.
1: When you think about it, Knight Rider and A-Team are basically the same show, down to the theme song that begins with a, uh, a you know, a expo- expository voiceover.
3: <laughs> beep, ba-da-boop, beep, boop.
2: Helpless. The powerless. In <laughs>
1: My theory is that Knight Rider, the A-Team, and Dukes ba-dip, of Hazzard thrived ba-dip, ba-dip, in the Reagan era because ba-dip, ba-dip, ba-dip. Uh, it's basically an argument against government.
2: Hmm. Reasonable. But it... But it... Such a good theme song. My really brother is. had the car. He had the toy car. I had the A Team van. I got it for my birthday when I turned six, and I was fucking stoked. I got the A Team van and BA Baracas, and my god,
0: I was happy.
1: Here's the thing about the A Team van: is if you're traveling undercover,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Why are? I mean, it's the most obvious. One. Yes. Why yeah, would you have it over <laughs> Instantly. Why not get a van that says? I don't remember them
2: ever. I don't remember them ever. Like you don't remember the cops ever giving a description of the van? Oh,
1: they—I do. That does happen, that does and happen? then they get seen. But Colonel Lynch sees the car, drives around. He knows enough when he sees them to turn <laughs> and follow them. Dude. You'd think it would be like there'd be Dude. always be Dude. an Dude. APB, yeah. out for a van with a racing black stripe. and
2: silver van with red razor, red rims. Yeah, was it what kind of van? was it like a Dodge GMC? Econ- it was GMC, a GMC van. Line? They,
1: because they got uh, product credit, you know, placement credit. I love it yeah. when
2: a plan comes together.
1: Yes. Also, here's what's incredible about the A-Team you don't remember, how awesomely racist it was. Really? Okay, uh, Hannibal always dresses as Mr. Lee, the Asian uh, laundry guy. and oh, does Mister yeah. A Mr. Also, in season one, Hannibal dresses in blackface. Oh, boy. Goes undercover in blackface, yeah. and nothing is said about it. It's really incredible. Wow. Although, I learned to
0: be face man so bad.
1: Well, who didn't? You know, there was an original face man in the pilot but yeah. they got rid of him because he was too young and too tall
0: mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. find the voice what? I always what do you mean the voice Kit's voice it's all like other shit
2: really I always preferred the episodes where um, B.A. Barakas has the kid. taller mohawk versus the lower mohawk. Yes, there was a definite back and forth. The taller one was so much cooler to me. And I was a little bummed that the action figure came with the shorter mohawk. Here's
1: the the sad part about the A-Team is that George Pappard saw that as his vehicle. And he clearly carried most of the episodes. Yeah. He would do all the acting. And then they cut to Mr. T saying like one line, which mm-hmm. clearly they had taken 15 takes to get right. <laughs> Terrible. But then Mr. T was the star who's paid the most.
2: Yeah, he was the Jack A of that
3: show. Yes, the bachelor party. I finally got that fetid stench of your
1: vomit out of my front seat. Is that William Daniels as and Seen Elsewhere?
2: No, it's kit. No. Ashtray, cup
1: oh. holders, cassette deck, trunk. Garage. Sounds like a drunk kit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, the
3: vomit dried up, just like your career. David, oh David, how can you allow these people to mock you? You're so talented. Oh, is this you from The Roast? So
0: Are you ever going to get your life together? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Um, anyway. It was hard to find just like a snippet from the show. They must be
1: keeping that on copyright lockdown, which yeah, is they, surprising. Yeah, they have to, because yeah.
0: it was really hard. Anyway.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know we got sidetracked Anyway, so the, the A-Team theme would be my first
2: one. Uh, Kevin, you got one? My first one is um, Ice Cubes Today Was a Good Day, but the remix... There's a what? remix with like bird noises in it that I love. I fucking love it.
0: So it was a good day remix? Yeah. I did not with know. bird
2: noises? It's got like. It, Who it's remixed
0: cu- it? I don't know. Some sort of bird lover. <laughs>
2: it's just got Are like lyrics? whistling sounds in it. And there's like. there's a The remix is the, the chorus of remixes. All another day. What? Jason loses the way. <laughs> this one. This one? Yeah. This is my favorite version of the song. Here's what I'm hearing from this,
1: right? Is that this is the extremely uh Dr. Dre Chronic 2001 1970s P-Funk influenced version of I don't it was know a why this was
2: remixed. I want to say it was on something, but but this like is like Sandra? when uh, when
1: they made a rush to make, to use 1970s from black the NWA music The
0: legacy is what it says. Okay. Which I don't know what that means. I love it means this Dr. song. Means Dr. Dre probably remixed
1: it.
2: Or maybe, yeah. Yeah. or maybe that was a record label thing. Uh, maybe. A
0: lot but of times those greatest is, hits are not... The, my guess
1: is they re-released that for the movie, Straight out of Compton. Oh, no, this is way, way before, before, 20 legacy, years before. Volume 188
0: to 98. Okay. That would be a compilation of tracks, blah, blah, blah. But who did it? It had to be Dr. Dre. Yeah, that's
3: Anyone the only person. Anyone was behind that. Yeah.
2: I bet he didn't do it. I bet you that was the label who owned, like, who bought all the lights and being like, we haven't gotten into profit on this shit. We're going to put something out. Let's remix that. Yeah. But you loved it. It worked for I you. I loved it. I love that version to death. It's so good. You wonder so, what Ice Cube feels, how
0: he feels about that version.
1: Considering he made Are We There Yet, I'm pretty sure he's okay with cashing
0: it. Yeah, True. you might be right.
2: Ice Cube does enjoy money.
0: Um, yeah. Who can blame him? No one. Uh, one of mine is Story of My Life By Social Distortion That's okay. a little bit On the nose It is on the nose But it, what's funny The reason why in, I t- The reason why I I picked it Is because it, It's not on the nose In the sense that Even when I was a teenager I'd get nostalgic About life listening to That's it. what and I, I found I found To get nostalgic I find for.
2: I'm nostalgic To songs that I relate to On no level I haven't even you lived can make a point
0: here The in, life the guy lived to be like Yeah, yeah Going back to my by, old town by, Meanwhile I still live there In <laughs> like reality you know? bites
1: When Ben Stiller makes a soulless MTV version of Winona Ryder's video. Yeah, do you remember the song he uses? This one, "Story of My <laughs> <Yeah>. Life." Yes, <laughs> but I, I, like, and then they're like, "Ugh, what a sellout!"
0: But I it's mean, just like it's it's on the nose, but not, you know, because the song is called "Story of My Life." I but relate I to I the beginning. The, yeah, I guess so. high school seemed like such a drag. I didn't have much interest in sports or school. It's fine. Elections. It's fine.
2: It's, right. by, by the way, it's, I wasn't the tennis team. To be fair,
1: but to me, that song will always be like Ben Stiller as the MTV executive. I
0: love that song though. It's about being
3: a day late I thought and a dollar short. short. I didn't Sam even Mark? have a job at that time. I was like, <laughs> "You're
0: right. It is, man. I have no money. Can't even afford to go to the arcade." <laughs> but I'm like, "You're right, dude. This <laughs> about being white in Orange County." And Nick's like, "Fuck yeah, it is. I get you." <laughs>
2: Chuck but, Biscuits on the drums. That's what he yells in this um, version.
0: You know what this song is exactly mm-hmm. like is um, uh, Brian Adams' "Summer of '69." Those two songs are the same song. In That's which he was
2: point. actually yeah. technically 11 years old, but it's '69 a better number than when he was. Didn't actually. he say it was
1: literally about a '69? He actually said that in an interview. Oh, no, yeah. well, that can't be true. I know he wasn't, he wasn't. He wasn't. like A teenager. People, he might have been joking, and the reporter didn't get it.
0: But yeah. Yeah. Social D's great live. Oh, they're so good. I've seen them like four at the times. Hoot nanny. They, they just play a lot of festivals. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'll go watch some Social D. And the next mm. thing you know, you're standing there for 30 minutes. They're just such a great yeah. live band. I they, like Mike Ness. I like his whole his trip. He's, yeah, they're, he's, they're, they're, he's stuck to it. They're a great Southern California band. Yep. Like, if you're from here, you like social D. I I wonder if, if they have Florida, any kind of have never even heard that.
2: That's what control. I was just wondering. Do wow. they have any kind of ripple effect outside of California? No, no. In Florida, I heard a lot more
1: of DJ Magic Mike. Oh. Uh, who was an Orlando area DJ who did a song called "Drop the Bass," which was big. I heard a lot of Miami music, but very little, you know. This I've heard of DJ Magic Mike. Uh, well, you probably heard "Drop the Bass," which is a pretty good song. Okay. It was it was on the short list for theme songs of my life. Right. Also, the second category, but uh, yeah, he worked with uh, Luther Campbell, right? Sir Mix a Lot. Yeah. Yeah, Brett Ernst and I. You know, have heard Brett was from Miami, yeah. and I'm from Orlando, but we knew all the same music. Yeah,
0: um, it My was neck? supposed to be called. By the way, uh, uh, Brian Adams' song was supposed to be called "Best Days of My Life." Wow, that's how fucking close they are.
1: I wonder if partly it's because uh, the reason it was called "Summer '69" was it probably worked better for the baby boomers.
2: Yeah,
0: probably. I just I, I paint some more clear picture I guess. Otherwise, too. it's
2: summer of '74. You got an extra goddamn syllable in there. It's, yeah. it's not as
0: good. Yeah. Uh, my next one.
2: Fake plastic trees. Radiohead. Interesting.
1: Is this for the TV show about your life that is like an Amazon-style super prestige boring show? No,
2: because no. <laughs> it does.
1: If you heard, if I were to hear that song that back about playing, oh, no, the, the it's not. It's not Radiohead. Is it the Head Black
2: even. Mirror version. Didn't they just? They, Did I just they? saw yeah, an what? episode that's like all about. Technology gone awry and you yeah, when I hear fake plastic, plastic trees
1: let's say I'm watching a TV show I'm like oh this is about the ennui of white
2: people yeah well that's I mean that's why it's I'm a perfect song for an you an unbelievably white suburban kid who yeah. grew up in malls and chain stores yeah. and corporate eating places and my I mean plastic has played a large role in my life Stickers.
1: Yes. Packaging. So, I am a consumer. There we go. It's, a, it's a great choice. I'm like def- somebody here who's just doing a song called Story My Life without <laughs> even thinking about I it. I
2: define myself by my purchases. <laughs> I am a marketer's dream come true. I remember once, years ago, I bought I, my friend at a skate shop and I bought something. He goes, dude, you're a consumer. And I yes, was like, yeah. Yeah, he, oh, he got in my car and he just saw the receipts. And there was just a lot of receipts in the area I keep trash. He was like, wow, dude. I was like, yeah, man, I don't know.
1: Consuming things is, buying things is a great, like the nutra suite of achievement.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. If you don't feel like you have achieved something, you buy something to prove it.
1: it. It's the same serotonin center in your brain. I'm For convinced. sure.
2: For sure. For sure. I can't pretend I'm not that person.
1: You guys picked real
0: downers of songs. Well, I will
1: that's say what I Dude, You
0: ready for this downer? Okay, what is it? Father and Son by Cat Stevens. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, by the way, not even a good fa- Cat Stevens Fuck song. Fuck you, that's a great Cat Stevens no, song. Oh, that song sucks.
0: <laughs> I picked this one for another playlist. Yeah. Oh, songs that I can't hear or I'll start
3: crying sometimes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know... Uh, I'll give it to the Fairley brothers when they put a Cat Stevens song in Kingpin. What did they put in "Oh, Very Young," a much better Cat Stevens song.
2: Yusuf Ramsey, uh, Yusuf Islam,
1: Islam, yeah, Ramsey,
0: Who's Yusuf Ramsey, probably Ramsey another Ramsey Yusuf would be the guy that yeah. did the World Trade Center. Well, so in did Cat
1: Stevens. They're all involved. <laughs> <laughs> They're all
2: involved. <laughs> yeah, that's a fantastic song. This song's definitely come on in a drawing workshop I've been in. Okay, this really? is what I hear
1: yeah. for a theme song. This is the TV show, the theme song. I hear father and son. I think, oh, it's about a guy who would to go back home because his father is slowly dying. And yep. He has to take care of him. He has to deal with That's not what the going back about. and see... No, the TV show, not the uh, song. Oh, sorry.
0: He has
2: to take over the... His father th- and him never got along. His father was a now high school he- football coach and he never loved the game, but... He ha- he takes over the team, realizes he inadvertently by osmosis has an encyclopedic knowledge yeah, of TV. He knows He's the greatest coach this town's ever seen. But does he care? Heart to yeah.
1: And his father's dying of cancer.
2: Yes. Right.
1: Because yeah. I mean, let's just step it up. My
2: body's weak, boy. But this really yeah. is an Amazon. But your heart is still strong. Song. Look, I never bullshit.
0: did right by you. We both know it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh it's interesting. I'm
1: looking. You could here. fit
0: it if you've only seen what I've seen in there too. Yeah, <laughs> if you'd only seen what I seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I did the best I could with what I was given. You know, you yeah. met my old man briefly.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, my next one is "This Charming Man" by the Smiths. Even though it technically is you about pussy. a boy, well, it's about a boy being indoctrinated <laughs> into gay sex by an older man. Wait, so, what? So on on What's that level. Again? This charming man. So on that level, no, it's not literally about me, but it's like a funny thing to have a song called Dave? "This Charming Man," isn't it? Man, and also, it? it's about me having sex behind a bicycle <laughs> shed with an old man.
2: So both of those. What's things. it called again? "This Charming Man." Have you not heard about it? It's about seeing salt and pepper
3: puke. It's also
1: like the joke is like if you're gonna have a show about a completely charmless asshole, this charming man would be a great, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you'd only run run the first verse, you know. The line "Why pamper life's complexities while the leather runs smooth on the passenger seat" is a great. You great love lyric. the Smiths, right? Love them. Love them. Okay. If you were a nerd in high school,
2: I never got into any of this music because it was being force fed to me through my brother's bedroom Oh mom.
1: yeah, I used to hate it, but then I really, really when I listened to Queen, his dad, I'm like, so oh, I this never is had amazing. a chance.
2: Like Je- Grant, to be fair, I had terrible taste in music as a young person. But Jeff worked night shift, so he'd get home at like. 4 a.m. from his supermarket job or something, and he'd play music in the bathroom loud. You know, it's funny. I can hear your anger as the music's playing. Will you tune this down?
1: By the well, way, I the know ima- the words
2: to all these songs. The image of the
1: punctured bicycle on a hillside far away is a great image for abandoning your innocence. His lyrics are good. Oh, yeah.
2: Some of them are trite, but they're fucking way, good. Way, way
1: better than Bob Dylan. I'm going to go on a limb and say <laughs> okay. Bob Dylan, seriously overrated as a lyricist. Morrissey, I don't if know it's possible, that. underrated.
0: I could say I will say Morrissey might be underrated. Yeah. I would say underrated, but Dylan's not overrated. Yeah.
1: Little red wagon, little red bike, I ain't no monkey, but I know what I like.
0: Yeah, give that man the Nobel Prize.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Why do you just pick one song that you don't like and that and then define oh, no, his I like the song. I like the I like the Dylan,
1: but he's <laughs> no Nobel Prize winning author. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fuck you to American authors like Philip Roth and DeLillo because what happened was they needed to give it one, it's been 22 years since they gave one to an American author they needed to give it to one and that was like a fuck you like guess what Philip Roth we're not getting another one 2 you're a long dead motherfucker right
2: um, my next one this is and again I I found myself going to the hackiest cliche places don't yeah, me too. I did the same thing I Dude, like everybody hurts by R.E.M. Oh, God, wait! Why are all of
1: your theme songs so, so not sad?
2: Today was a good day. Was very and another. My next one is little is plastic happy, trees, and everybody hurts. sounds like another sad notes. one. Oh, fake has, yeah, yeah. Uh, This is a sad one. Everybody hurts. Whenever I'm area.
1: at a bus stop. Everybody Hurts plays through my head <laughs> yeah. because that video was, that video was great. really well
2: done. Yes, it was. And you know, it's, it could have golden seemed trite, but it was so no, beautiful. that's done. the thing. It's not... It, it feels trite, but it's not. That was the golden age of videos. <laughs> yes, it was. That's what I just said. ninety, Yeah, 93. Yeah, <laughs> it really was perfect in here. I it. They shut down a freeway. Everyone's standing on the cars. Yeah. That was also like Black Hole Sun.
1: Let me
0: ask you this. I, was I talking remember in- sitting on the couch watching MTV. Every time the sun would come on, I would just hear myself going... Oh, God. Because I <laughs> knew it was going to get sad, but I'd watch it. I think it. Beavis and Butthead did a really good one
2: on this. Beavis and Butthead did a good one on everything. Oh, the best. They are the greatest. I think of this one, dumb Beavis and Butthead quote all the time. A Jane's Addiction song comes on, and, and Beavis just goes, I'll be damned, Dave Navarro. <laughs> it didn't make sense to me then or now. I laugh yeah. every time I think so of it. So why this song? I don't... It just is like... Can I guess? The sad part it's of because the show. everybody hurts. Because everybody hurts sometimes.
1: Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. sometimes we do. You know, if it weren't REM, this song would have been trashed
2: mercilessly. Yeah. I think
1: that, so, You yeah. want to talk about all like the Like if Nose, Live
0: did this song? No, oh. They would have been blasted. Yeah. Like, oh, oh Yo, everybody, everybody hurts. hurts, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even cover this song and not be shit upon. Yeah. 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 Now you know what a great cover of this song could be that would get people would love is if Ted Nugent no FX covered it or yeah, just like a some punk, punk band and you know, sped version. it up and made it like funny. Yeah, uh-huh. rock steady version would be great. That could be funny, but a serious rendition. I was talking like, to
2: Neil about REM and he he was saying something. He was like, "It's like they never existed now. No one. You never. You rarely hear people REM? discuss REM. Yeah.
0: That like I don't think that's true. They,
2: I never hear people. They never come up that often." Like, and they were considering how huge they are They were U2 big
1: well, U2 doesn't come up either I, U2 and R.E.M. had an almost identical career Until uh, The 1999 album the, the What's the Frequency Calf? No 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 Until the, the U2 had no one last whatever, big whatever, yeah, the, Beautiful Day That last that big album was... But until then Their careers were almost identical yeah. In terms of I like I think
0: just because other bands are having Kind of a, res- a nostalgic resurgence And R.E.M. hasn't yet they still are talked about, but I think like, yeah, I think their time will come. They're, they're 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 they I remember for a while, Michael Stipe got on Instagram, very few followers.
1: The weirdest part about REM was that Kurt Cobain, before he killed himself said, I don't want to do music with Nirvana anymore. I just want to do music with Michael Stipe. And you're like, that is a really bizarre pairing.
0: Huh? Yeah.
1: Or it could have been really great
0: Or there was an incident Behind a shed All right. Oh if yeah That's It makes sense There was but a charming man moment Would it yeah. be
1: uh, I'm trying to think of it. Would it be Audio Slave Or would it be
2: <laughs> Would it have been A
0: traveling Traveling Willberries moment Yeah um, Let's I see can't here. See my next one Is a little like Cliche too
1: Well go ahead Nick Maybe you're just A cliche thinker Maybe this is what Shows us Well when
0: it comes To this though I haven't lit. Like if- I'm teasing you Of course you're not Go what's the next song No no everyone Is cliche to a degree Um is Except a, is that for, title of your song? Wait, wait, everybody's Clichés. That's actually the name of the song. Yeah. No, um, by the Clichés. Yeah,
2: <laughs> The
1: Clichés would um, be a great
0: band name. How it has that not been ha- done? It's gotta be. The Clichés. So that's cliche. What, it has that's to what every
1: Cliché is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I picked... Well, are we doing three or four? Or five, or three I or did five. five, but I'll do as many as Okay, you know. well, I can do both of these then. Um, yeah. You can't always get what you want by the Rolling Stones. Sure. Go ahead, David. Wait, what's the point of that <laughs> song? I can't figure <laughs> out. I know. Let's... Um, But that's something I When I listened to that song When I was younger I honestly didn't get it
1: Californication played that In the uh, Not as the theme song But it was in the pilot episode And you're
2: like Oh I get it It's about a midlife crisis Yeah It's a good song It's a great song Listen These Rolling Stones May have something They might have something there
1: (laughs) My favorite Rolling Stones song Is Can't You Hear Me
0: Knocking
2: I love um, I love Sympathy for the Devil I love that
1: song. Uh, I don't really
0: love that song. I love it. I love Tumbling Dice, piece of Burden. What? Yeah, piece of, of burden great. So that's great. A great yeah. I that is that a one Keith
1: Richards showpiece. Yeah, yeah, man. Because you look at that guitar line, it's so simple, but it's yeah. really that cool. That guy. You know it's
0: incredibly sexist, but still a good song is Some Girls. Yeah. How about Brown album, Sugar? whole by the way, is amazing. Which is yeah. racist and sexist. Yeah. Black
1: yeah. girls just want to fuck well, all night?
0: That's in uh, Some that's Girls. That's in Some Girls. Oh,
1: really? oh yeah, you said the album, Some somewhere. Girls. Yeah, yeah, that's... But the, the song... The song, Brown Sugar, is crazy. That cover... No, no that
2: fuck. lyric yeah, oh. is the in oh, some, some Girls. Oh, really? The song, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. The Some Girls cover, holy shit. It's great. <clears throat> Fucking A, that's an iconic cover. Why yeah, who? that's great. I don't know who did it.
0: Who knows, yeah.
2: Such a good... No, no, the album cover art. Oh, I thought Sorry. you meant this. No, song. No, 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 not the cover.
1: Oh, yeah. What about the album? What have Sticky Fingers, which had the zipper on it? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, that's I had a. a uh, album covers uh,
2: awesome. There was a professor at Arts there named Phil Hayes who maintains that well, that he didn't draw the tongue logo, but he did sketches for Rolling Stones and he did a mouth with a tongue, and they didn't use they didn't use his version of it. But later on, the, it popped up, which you're allowed to do. But he's yeah. like,
1: I kind of drew the tongue, but not really. you ever heard the story about uh, the love toilet sketch? No. Supposedly, uh, Bob Odenkirk pitched it. Al Franken shit on it. Because he was shit on Al Frank and uh, should have Ma- and then a year later, pitched the love toilet sketch. Yeah. Dennis Miller said, "Didn't Odenkirk pitch that?" <laughs> wow. All right, David. David. Let's see here. Um, let's go with uh, "Carefree Highway" by Gordon Lightfoot. Ah, that's a great song. song.
2: Yes, I. That's a name again. I've I've heard, but I don't know that I. Carefree heard the Highway
1: music. is about a man who's lying to himself about his past.
2: Mm. So it's about a man.
1: But there is Yeah there's that right. line About like the thing That I call living Is just being satisfied No one I got No one left to blame hmm. That is a great lyric And the song is Is about like The people And the disappointments That he is I committed. love that song Yeah it's a great song I do like Travel song. songs are realize a couple Travel of Travel songs are great A couple of them Showed up
2: with For me That sounds like One of them 12 string acoustics how have you not heard any Gordon Lightfoot? I have a very limited musical you know, Look,
1: You would love knowledge. Gordon Lightfoot. Carefree Highway, Sundown is a great cheating song because a guy named Sundown was fucking his wife okay. in real life. And then, of course...
0: If you could read my mind, life, I've yeah. had... I was on my songs, I Can't yeah. Hear All Cry playlist. I know you've had yeah. some... Yeah, you've mentioned it.
1: Gordon Lightfoot is it's like so an incredibly drunk Bob Dylan. Like if Bob Dylan Pickled himself Right I thought it'd be A really good I thought it'd be A really funny movie idea uh, To have Brian Cranston As Gordon Lightfoot And the idea is He goes around playing uh, If you can remind Which he's really Grown to hate But he's drunk And he hates his fans I thought that'd be A great movie it starts, every, every episode starts like him having a,
2: to play the song he hates the most. I like, fucking hate these people. I fucking hate this song. I love that as a show. Yeah. A guy who's famous enough to still tour, but hates it.
0: Yeah. There, what was the movie with Jeff Bridges as the... Crazy Heart. Yeah, Crazy Heart. There are oh, elements of that, that in there.
1: Yeah. Really? I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, but he
0: wasn't still popular. He, but he was just like playing shitty gigs, and was luck, and hated everything. It's a great movie. My, it's about all those guys. Now, what's so your listen. next one? Oh, My next one is uh, Heart of Gold by Neil Young. Did we just skip me? We're Did going we?
1: back. We're going. Oh, oh, okay. sorry. Uh, yeah, no, but that's still my next one.
0: Heart of gold by Neil Young. I, since I've already said it. No, I why said it heart of gold? Um,
1: because have you been a miner for a heart of gold? Is I actually was a saying? minor.
0: i a literal minor for gold <laughs> and I use my heart. Well, no, uh, now
1: here's why that w- this song, if I were going to do heart of gold, yeah. the theme, it would be about a guy who's having sex with a 15 year old and the word minor would be a pun.
3: <laughs>
1: Stupid. How many
2: songs were about statutory rape in the 70s? Uh, well, a lot of 16 songs. Sweet little 16. Yeah. She's, uh, she's just 17. Yeah. by uh, Star uh, standing there by the Beatles. What's the one... Uh,
3: if I could fly...
2: Into the Night by Benny Mardonis. That is the dirtiest song of all time. It's the creepiest
1: song because Benny Mardonis is himself not attractive. Okay. So it really does look like statutory he rape. He
2: screams for two, hours, two full minutes at the end just like with... Just painting to have uh, underage but I'm gonna
1: go on a limb and say somebody needs to reinvestigate Benny Mardonis yeah this is a good song you know the other statute that he took advantage of was of limitations
2: <laughs> I hear so much of cake ripping off Neil Young great I mean, you yeah. can just hear the cake guy ripping it off. It's
1: fine. I mean, it's Been not... Been a ba- minor. By the way, this would be Heart. a good theme song for a TV show. Yeah.
2: Or end credits. This is great end credits. Yeah. Yeah, you can. This does evoke a TV show.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or some sort of montage where he's trying to figure things out in the middle of the movie. This, the Yeah, this is on. point point of
2: no return, but yeah. then he figures it out.
0: And he figures it out on an old dusty road
2: just outside of Los Angeles. I feel like Angeles. even just
1: the harmonica break could be the theme song. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. Okay, Kevin. That's <laughs> where they. It's where they repaint the barn for the yeah. festival.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Fitter, happier by Radiohead. Never heard that. two Radiohead yeah. This is another. That's a, this is a super consumer song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. I mean, I guess it's a song. Is it a song? I don't know. It's hey not by the really way, great
1: song. uh that's a really great outside the box thought. It's I a song in the with...
2: same remember the Wear Sunscreen song from the nineties? Well, you know who did a bunch of those wars, uh the uh
1: They Might Be Giants. Mm. Oh I love
3: them. Not too much. Regular exercise at the gym. three days a week. I love it. This, <laughs> on with
1: this would be a great theme song. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Thanks. Hey, this isn't somebody going. Oh, the story of my life would have the story of my life. This is somebody who thought deeper within. I love that
0: you're stuck on that song. Okay, Mister, I picked the fucking A Team for no reason. Uh, the reason I is like it's the A Team, team. So I watched good. that movie in my life at some point. It's so, good. so now it's my song. You piece of it's shit. It's a great orchestral piece. <laughs> I love this so much. I mean, this one, to be fair, is pretty on the fucking nose. Ew, as yeah. far as what? it's just listing the things, listing things. But I mean, I've never not listened to this while listening to. Oh, uh, I never fast forward. I skip. I it. listened to that in college. That was like the most art school shit to me ever. Yeah, I was like, this is blowing my mind. I sampled See, part me, of the the song in a bit. I used to do. I thought yeah. about yeah, one. Song. I thought Did about people doing, get it. Yeah, like people, people. There'd always be three or four that would go, that would clap or go, yeah. Or someone yeah. once yelled, Radiohead. A pig tied to a stick I thought about pitching five songs that got me
1: through college, but uh, okay. Oh, that's good. Two I dropped us out? Went to yeah.
2: College. Mine would have been all head songs. Yeah, probably. For me, yeah. it'd be all
1: Smiths. Yeah. Because to me, when I hear the Smiths, all I could think is, I really have to learn this organic. I can tell chemistry. I'm
2: about to get into the Smiths and new order in like a year. I had a Smiths poster on my wall in
1: college. I listened. I mean,
2: you order album covers are fucking great. I'll say this.
1: Uh... New Order was always good for like one amazing song and album Mm -hmm. like they're you know
2: I may have my brother make me like a a list Uh, Born on a Train by Magnetic
1: Fields or 100,000 Fireflies also by Magnetic Fields I'm not going to pick two songs from the same band
0: that would be unoriginal (laughs) (laughs) Born on a Train yeah
1: it's the album is apparently about vampires but it really it's a travel album it's a bizarre it's called a Charm of the Highway Strip okay and it's because uh, I'm band again Magnetic Fields. I really like them before. Your brother loves songs. Them. Okay. <laughs> what? His brother. Yeah, it is like kind of like a step off from the Smiths. Anything with synthesizers. Uh, Stephen Merritt is this super brilliant gay guy. Also, they don't have a drummer, huh. so when you go see them live, like they have a cello. And it's actually like it doesn't hurt your ears. It's a really great experience. They didn't when I was going. Also, to see
0: Kevin, it. you were the lead singer of Magnetic Fields. Oh, I don't know if you knew that. A little gay oh, guy. I, I think <laughs> somebody like a white dude with a black.
1: That's frame not Stephen Merritt. I think that's an that? actor. Let me Just see. Just some guy. Yeah, Stephen Merritt's thing is.
3: Yeah, that's not Stephen Merritt. Uh, oh, well, Stephen then you were in a ball, I acted in a Magnetic Fields <laughs> yeah. video, you guys. Stephen Merritt <laughs> didn't even like
1: to sing his own songs. So it wasn't until like this album, I think, that he started doing it. There's a story where. He didn't, he was a musician until late, in his, you know, like in his 20s. And his yeah. mother made him promise in high school that whatever he did, he wouldn't be a musician. He's like, Of course I won't. What the fuck? Because <laughs> I think his dad had been a musician. Right. Anyway, it's about, uh, well. That
2: reminds me that there was a cartoon with an owl that could sing opera because his parents were opera singers, but the owl only wanted to be a crooner. And the parents were like, Oh no, you cannot be a crooner. You know what that
1: sounds like? It sounds like a parody of the uh, jazz singer.
2: Maybe. And Al would, was was I like ch- Neil Young's a Neil a canter,
1: but he wanted to be a, a popular music singer.
2: Huh.
1: Fun. Uh yeah, this song, first of all Work Great as a theme song and secondly This feels very yeah. theme song. This yeah. is a, but
2: this is a, this is a show about college. Uh, no, I think it's about... because What was that 90s show about college? Just, they're all at Harvard. of 96
1: with Jason Gedrick. It wasn't Harvard. It was Havenhurst.
2: But there was an Ivy
1: League school? Uh, no, it was sort of Ivy League. It had Megan Ward. It had Duff.
2: And the, did it have the the, the the black actor who got went there on a basketball scholarship because yeah, yeah, yeah. he wanted a real education? They were like, what are you doing here? Yeah, I believe it did. Never I, never you It's funny. Like, I love I that that show. the show.
1: And then they re-ran it once on Lifetime. I'm like, oh my God and then it, I never saw it again. I liked that show. I've looked for that show online. That was good. That's one of those shows that will never go to age. Do HD you remember Misfits should- of Science? Yes, because they remade it as heroes and didn't give them any of the money. Bummer. <laughs> Bummer. I uh-huh. loved
2: Misfits of Science. Courtney Cox was too. in it.
1: Uh, so was Dean Paul Martin, Dean Martin's son, who died in a jet accident. Was
2: he the one who played Johnny B Good? Yes. Who could harness electricity? Because I wonder what happened. He was so good looking.
1: Yes, he, he was, was. Raiden before Raiden. He was when he died. It killed Dean Martin because it was like the end of life. Also, it had Kevin Patrick Hall, who's seven feet tall, who died of AIDS. That sucks. Ah. Real curse of Misfits of Science. That but was a
2: good show. Courtney
1: Cox. Yes, it was. It was really in 1983. Uh, NBC was a dying network, and they so 83, 84, it's like 2016. Well, but Brandon Tartikoff yeah. showed up and started throwing shows against the wall, and a lot of them appealed to like eight-year-old David Taylor. It was perfect. <laughs> Some of those right. shows, I think, how could it appeal to adults like the A Team? Yeah. But Misfits of Science was not a show for grown-ups. Mm-mm. It died quickly, just like Manimal did, just like <laughs> Mr. Smith who goes to Washington, Manimal. which was about a chimp who was a senator
2: right but to bring it back to, to a young rider, david taylor was incredible my ex-sister-in-law worked on the night rider reboot and it, one one of her more embarrassing stories was they were trying to come up with vin- villains and out of nowhere she just yelled "manimal," <laughs> which is actually, actually uh, <laughs> yeah right
1: around the same time
2: yeah. that's funny. that yeah. would have been a good villain yeah could not have been worse than the one they had uh that's all those are those do we have time for the other ones or should we just have you back what? To do songs. Or do that you we, have time? Or no? I kind of don't. Wow, this guy's so busy. Yeah. Well, we did spend 25 minutes talking about it, I And one last song.
1: <laughs> okay. Which is uh, Don't Fall in Love with the Dreamer. And the what's reason that? is that when I was, it's a Kenny Rogers Kim Carnes song. And when I was growing up, my my dad had left my mom, so my mom would play light rock. Which time? Uh, one of the many times. There've been <laughs> right. so many. It's it's. I don't really know when he left and when he stayed. Wait, what's the song called? Again? Don't fall with the dreamer. Anyway, she would when that song would go on. When I was like eight or seven, she'd point at the radio Kenny and say, Rogers. "That's your father. That's you. That's your father. That's your father. Don't be like that's your father." <laughs> I thought, whatever. Okay. Years later, I'm dating Ashley. She said, oh, I heard a song that reminded me of you. <laughs> and I said, uh, oh, was it something really cool? And she goes, it's called Don't Fall Over the Dreamer. Now I told my father this before he died, and I thought he'd laugh, and he just goes, I was trying as hard as I could. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this would be about somebody who can't sustain a relationship because he's thrown his life away on uh, an entertainment career that isn't working out. <laughs>
3: So, ah, yeah, this would ah, be...
1: I feel like that's about a lot of us. Well, I didn't say it was just me, but I didn't do anything. But In fact, I'm
2: glad I've never heard this I didn't song. do a really specific one, like Story of My Life.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, I've heard this. This would be a little too on the nose for the Kev dog. <laughs> <laughs> I have one last one. Okay. This is, by the way, a great thing to
1: talk over. <laughs> like, yeah. This is a closing credit song. This would
2: also be a funny one you could do, ironically. Yeah,
1: this would be a good one to slow dance. This is like Seth Rogen
2: ends up at the end of the movie marrying like an inanimate
1: object. I could see. Okay, it's a wedding movie with Seth Rogen. He's drunkenly singing this at the reception.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, what's your? My last one is so hacky, but I love it because it was in Good Morning Vietnam. What a wonderful world, Louis Armstrong.
1: Huh. Uh, that was in the pilot of Broad City where they called a slave song, apparently. Oh, bummer. Yeah. I thought it was going to be I Get Around by the Beach Boys.
2: No. Because he's playing softball with the grapefruit. If I was going to do I Get Around, it'd be by Digital Underground.
1: Uh, yeah, that actually is a good choice. for yeah. it.
2: I remember when Shock G showed up at the comedy store. That was cool. Really? Yeah
1: for you and then nobody else
2: Uh, Freddie Lockhart freaked out I could see that (laughs) he literally went you're the one who put the satin in the panties he was like I did do that
1: (laughs) (laughs) that guy's fame must be very specific so nobody's like oh you again but like every once in a while people once a day I bet people are thrilled to see freak out a little too hard yeah like he gets free coffee at Starbucks yeah it's gotta be
0: like being Ioni Sky (laughs) I love this song it's a good one Nick do you have any last one I have one more you're gonna hate it David (laughs) (laughs) But remember this part in good morning vietnam? I heard uh, yes,
2: oh the schmaltzy part?
0: Yeah, I, I remember this
1: part. I loved good morning vietnam. I did too, but I was in 7th grade. That's another one of those people so that I. like I only th- Yeah, exactly, but here's the thought. You think how could grown-ups like this I love this movie. This was kind of like Forrest Gump in that I loved it, but then you look back and you're like, eh. Although Forrest Gump was...
2: I, I love I, For, I saw I Forrest Gump four times that. in the theater. Yeah. Wow. But my first experience my with feeling fame, I got a Bubba Gump hat before they were available yeah. and wore it to a Janet Jackson concert and met a thousand people because yeah. of it. My friend Tableman, <laughs> who's one of
1: the meanest people I know and a real asshole. I think he said this movie sucked. I watched it with him in the theaters. He wept. I he was also it four high times. on Vicodin. But the only movie I've seen four times in the theaters is Big Lebowski. I kept bringing people back to see that movie. I remember I I saw The
0: Matrix three or four times. The moment the when you realize uh, that uh, Jenny's
2: kid is Forrest's kid, a woman behind me went, oh, my God. <laughs> it was so great. How did the kid not get AIDS? Yeah, they just were like, nah,
1: no. I could see how Forrest did and he was topping, but still. Yeah, it's hard to say. The kid should have been AIDS. <laughs> that would be a really funny twist at the end.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is That's, he smart? Yes, he is smart, but... The sequel is just Haley Joel Osment fighting his aides. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. that lipodystrophy. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, my last one is a song by David's favorite artist, Bright Eyes. <laughs> right, well, let's hear what it is. It's called We Are Nowhere and It's Now. Lou Harris sings on it, too. This let's is create.
2: a good theme song. I mean, I've never heard the
1: song, Again, this but is good sounds- end credits. This is good.
2: No, this is opening credits. Okay, this also is very good She's by herself in the house And she's okay with being alone She's in a bar She's in a bar also There's a lot of twirling to this song
1: Actually, this is a good I'm going to say this is a good theme
2: song But I will say that a
1: lot of your songs Seem like they would be on an Amazon show That I would not watch
0: uh, here's the difference though between why some of your songs you don't know, like some of my songs and I, because like, I'm like forty something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you're, you got They're to all, an age yeah. where when the songs were affecting me, that's why you were rolling your eyes at. Yeah. And when I'm hearing some yeah. of your songs, I go. Like, these sounds so like dreary in 70s Yeah, because yeah, I'm like when Ashley, I was a teenager,
2: I'm like this is an old
0: people. Ash used to, to complain
2: about Gordon Lightfoot, foot because so she in some I'm right. It sounds wrong. like poverty,
1: like but not like not fun poverty. <laughs> no,
2: David and I are the age where we when we heard the Shins, we were like, shut up, yeah, enough,
1: <laughs> shut up, pussy,
2: <laughs> go meet a different girl, you wimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I whereas no.
1: if the shins existed in the 80s they would be on all the John Hughes movies
2: and you'd yeah. be like oh my god you but know this who is... John Hughes kind of liked uh, Jimmy Eat World I could see you that remember, I he, was like, I a this, the road as he was like I would have put this he was like I would have put
0: this in a movie they really? make ca- yeah. really catchy like like envy, that first pop, record he was like rock. i would have used some of this but this song i like just because it's just like someone in the mid and you know just now, lost here's in the thing also
1: it's interesting if you listen to all the songs tonally your songs are actually kind of similar although story of my world is like of a little upbeat but it was yeah we, we all picked
0: a lot of downbeat music well that, it's like hard to I don't i'm not know. saying it, it was a hard assignment but i will yeah. say that it's interesting but it was like i liked it um, but yeah, it's hard to pick songs because I don't Cause know. Should I tell like, what my
1: other topic was or
0: should we wait? Till no, we'll, just wait, we'll wait. it's a good okay. one. We'll do it when he gets back to town. We'll just yeah. air the episodes back to back. Really, yeah. really enjoyed this, guys. Hey, everybody yeah, so listen to my
1: podcast I haven't done in a couple months.
3: Yeah, I was going to ask you about <laughs> that I earlier. interest.
1: Uh, <laughs> Seems
2: like you might have. It's possible.
1: But, <laughs> yeah, you lost um, interest in your own. I think each of my 20 listeners has tweeted at me mm-hmm. saying, hey, you're going to do it again. So well, the no, let's, let's is, back
0: up. You haven't done an episode in how long? Uh not since I got an
1: email from my friend from college saying the the podcast sucks. So I think that was summer. <laughs> Wait, that was it because of that? No, you were just it busy wasn't working. And It wasn't no. it wasn't. I mean it was like one this I did another one. I'm like, Fuck "Oh him. my god, what do you care Clivens is thinks? right. This does suck." And no, and I, it done did another not. one. It is interesting thing when you Here's feel the secret. unsure All about something. Suck. Yeah, I know that's yeah. the problem when you feel unsure about something. When you're doing it, it, it takes just enough work to make this every podcast, not worth it.
0: every painting sucks, yeah, yeah. in some way, um, shape, or form. So your podcast is called "Until, Until I, Lose I Lose Interest." Interest. It's yeah, available yeah. on iTunes and wherever else podcasts but can nice be found. It's
1: evergreen, so listen to it. Yeah, if you haven't heard it, it's what stories is? based. It's about people Usually about people Whose lives have collapsed mm-hmm. Seems to be the theme And yeah. then I get them To tell stories I will say this I did record another one uh, In the last three months mm-hmm. And the guest left After five minutes I heard about that Who was it? Who's the guest? Uh, I'm not gonna say who it was But it was Lizzie Cooperman <laughs> and, uh, Oh I heard I, about this time. Yeah well what happened is I, I'm not as I lost the touch On how to You know It's like Ugh. It's like a scalpel You go in cutting a little But too much is murder Yeah Right. anyway I to killed get the a, patient. to get
2: a, a comedy person to walk out is something it was
1: really really after really, five, minutes. five yeah. minutes David.
2: that is a classic David Taylor it movie it really
1: was when she walked out quickly I'm like that's about right and I thought maybe I should release this. I'm like, you know, did she
0: walk go. out and leave the place entirely?
1: Oh yeah, or she just... wanted away. She goes, I'm sorry, I can't deal with this. I got to go, and she walked out. So you didn't like offend her? She just started talking about I something that she was have like offended I offended can... her.
2: I think you definitely
1: offended her. Yeah, she walked out quickly. But then I, we smoothed uh, it over. Okay, she called good. after to apologize. I said it was oh, my yes. fault. I've always liked <laughs> Lizzie Cooperman. Yeah, no, it yeah, was cool. it
2: was objectively my fault. And to to she just lo- smoothed it over. I used to love that Morongo thing she did on the keyboard. That bit she would sing. Like the theme song to the Morongo Casino. casino." I saw her doing the Long Beach Laugh Factory and I thought, man, I laugh so hard. She was trying to get the crowd to do it with her.
1: You know, the best live performance I think I've ever seen in terms of not a concert was when I was in Europe. Yeah. Uh, There was somebody busking playing the Super Mario theme song. Smart.
0: And I'm like that is a great. That's the kind of thing, thing is someone put that as one of my. Uh, that would have been a great theme song. Theme song. But yeah. I used that once for something else, another playlist. No, thing. that would have been an awesome. You know, I didn't yeah. even think because it really dreams. has been in so much of my actual life. God, you know? yeah, that would yeah. have been great. Um, but yeah, I thought we were doing like real. I don't know. I really Look, you, you make the rules, Nick. You make the rules. Well, I mean, the only rule was, yeah. Um, I guess. You're uh, right. um,
2: thank you, David, for being thank here. Thank you for having me on. I really thank enjoy you for doing bringing your podcast. Me my dog Cub. And can I make a always. point here? This yeah.
1: song playlist thing, I think, is a great angle. Yeah. Nick's idea. It's been fun. Can I make I a did. point here, Nick? You had you a just great did. idea. <laughs> yeah. You just made. Kevin the point.
0: never comes up with the good ideas. <laughs> Pretty rare. <laughs> I'm the idea man. Um, a, a no, this has been a that? fun series of things. to do. This, I think you're our third one, third or fourth, third, fourth. Well, I, have, I think we had Brandon on twice. No, to do a playlist one. No, we okay. did one. Okay. And then we, we did our own. Who was on? Uh, this guy, Brandon. Oh, okay. And like the, then t right? t yeah. Oh yeah, t is the other one. So T-Bow's this is our fourth one, yeah. one of these, and we did yeah. our own. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that was for something else. We did that. our meltdown one, the food one. Can I make yeah.
1: a point here? The one thing that just missed the cut, what? the Humpty dance. Oh, great! Oh, so, okay. Yeah, truly So yeah, patient. we'll
0: have you on, and we'll just do it. This will be just a two-part episode. That'll be great. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, you can plug more stuff. By then, your podcast will be back on. Maybe. Probably not because you're gonna be back here in a few days. So, uh, okay. <laughs> um, all right, thank you guys. See you next time.